0: Welcome, traveler. You have entered the realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for tales from
1: beyond the dice. Welcome back, our adventurers and cyborgs and adventuring cyborgs. You have, um... Hopefully, if you're new, you've wandered across this podcast. This is probably not the most, um uh ideal place to start off but oh well if you're starting off here then so be it uh, um i'm luke your dm and with me is ben
0: i play cortain a human warrior
2: and it's peter i'm playing Spixton and denser on this episode of beyond the dice he's a dwarf fighter for and he's really cool so check him out <laughs>
3: Oh, I just got the run sheet open in time. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> Little Moss here. Um, I play a character. I uh, forget what class and level, but whatever. We'll pick it up as we
4: go. G'day, I'm Levi. I play Lowcake, who has an immortal Goliath beefcake. Did you say who has or is? Who is. He Can is he? an immortal Goliath beefcake. That's my class. is no, he... he- he cannot he die.
1: Has, he has an immortal Goliath beefcake, as in like a cake made of beef that's a size for a Goliath, and he's just never eaten it. He thinks it's immortal. Just see what happens when he eats it, because he will no longer be alive. He also
2: he also owns <laughs> you, himself, so like...
1: Yeah, that's true. Do you mean immoral?
4: We all own ourselves. <laughs> an immoral, <laughs>
2: beefcake? immoral beefcake. Like, you, you, you know yourself, you own yourself. You're like, yeah, this is me
4: on a mortal
1: goliath beefcake. <laughs> All right, less rambling. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So uh, last we left off, I shall recount the tale of the uh, the previous episode or string of episodes because it's been a little while since we've recorded. Uh, our mercenaries had gone to Die to Hayashida and basically asked for a mission. To get back into some uh, some merc work, to do some mercenary jobs around the city, it's because they're getting restless. He came back with a job that would help them sort of or uh, well, give them a little more space to to uh, do their side quest or their or their primary quest quest which was secret, which was to find the helm of the Undying, an incredibly powerful and ancient artifact that could. Tear the souls from hum- or from uh, from humanoid beings and sentient beings, and then raise their corpses in an army of undead. And so, our mercenaries, who didn't share this information with Ultradire, were given a mission to go and find a black box from a drone which had some data on there that was very sensitive. The black box was stolen by the Yuntung. They are a criminal syndicate in Darkhaven in the Asuma Kabutai uh, sort of district, which is sort of like a suburb of Darkhaven. Our mercenaries went into a dry cleaner, dispatched a whole bunch of them. They traced the black box from a sort of uh, fake... IP locations around the city in various warehouses and apartments that were empty until they found the hacker's den the hacker annexed it he had the black box our mercenaries sort of quietly made their way through these three apart joined apartment build blocks or apartments i should say in an apartment block that were joint to be one large den And at the very end, this hacker um, confronted them. And whilst they were, well, whilst the hacker was monologuing, another hacker, a mysterious hacker that only went by a face made up of all code, a a green face with sort of white glasses, he, this mysterious hacker, hacked into Anexet's brain. And started to short circuit and rewire the brain, and in turn started to kill and exit that first hacker that our mercenaries were searching for. The boys were given the black box by the by the hacker, and then this mysterious hacker threatened them, and our mercenaries fled, and they fled their way down the stairs of this apartment building. And when they got to the ground floor, there was a burst of flame and fire as all of these emergency fire brigade drones and trucks arrived to put out the fire. They then quickly made their way back to Ultradie and this is where we will start this episode. All four of you are waiting in a white room. There is a chrome table and chrome chairs in the centre of the room. A vending machine rests against the western wall and a few small couches and armchairs facing a huge panel TV screen on the eastern wall. Now, it's almost been about two hours since you've been asked to go into one of the Operative waiting rooms, and I will let you guys sort of describe what you have been doing in these roughly two hours since waiting. After giving the black box to Ultra Die, them telling you to go into a waiting room, and Hayashita will be with you soon. Um, let's go with LOCAG. You haven't been to Ultra Die before, you haven't been in their building. What are you doing in this completely White room. The walls are like these large white LED panels, but they're not bright, like as in they're bright, blinding you. They're sort of turned down dull. So they're not a TV, they're just LED panels. Yeah, the whole, all like massive, maybe 15 foot panel to the roof. And the panels are about two meters wide and it covers the entire room. There is a door to the far north. It's I'm
4: gonna get bored. So I'm going to reach into my satchel and my pockets. I'm gonna pull out a a bottle of spirits. I'm not exactly sure which it is. It's a clean skin, no label, and then out of the another pocket I'm going to open up a lukeworm a lukewarm can
1: of um popsy. Lukeworm, that's um that's the, the nickname my wife gave my uh, uh my my um, <laughs> my, my <laughs> Yeah. yeah. (laughs) No I'm kidding Anyway continue
4: (laughs) No, A a lukewarm um, can of popsy I crack that open, mix up a drink And just start drinking And watching the the scenery of absolutely nothing And start small talking with the guys
3: You know I was in rehab right It's pretty inconsiderate of you To just like drink alcohol in front of me
4: I, I do not know that Um Oh You've been in re- rehab, <laughs> little moss Oh, sorry, sorry about that I'll, I'll turn my back to you Do you want some coke?
3: <laughs> hey, you shouldn't offer me coke either They said we're not allowed to have that
4: Oh yeah, sorry, sorry Oh um, God.
3: You know what they say in rehab YOLO Pass me the drink
4: Sure, Yeah. here you go, mate I'll mix him up one
1: Yes All right Let's go with, uh, we We know what Little Moss and uh, Lokag are doing. What about Spigs? What's he doing right now in this small room over the last two hours or so?
2: Spigs is pacing. Um, and he's like scratching his head, trying to, he's thinking. And he goes.
3: Do you have any fingers left?
2: i got one hand. <laughs> one natural okay. hand.
3: Did you scratch it with your robot hand or your regular hand?
2: Robot hand, of course. That's that's where you get all the tingly sensations through.
3: Okay, you're gonna have to tell me more about that one later. <laughs> um, Continue. <laughs>
2: well, what do you What do you guys think happened? What was that weird uh that other hacker going? What the hell happened just before? Um, Cortain.
3: I ah uh, yeah, you better yeah, talk to him. Don't <laughs> talk
0: to <me. laughs> um, I, I don't I don't know, but that what? So look, what was the um the it was you were saying last session that the idea of a hacker being able to hack ports. Like a person was like kind of like a urban legend.
1: Yeah, it was like um. Was there a kind of
0: like was there a term for that?
1: Um, not not re- like there are this sh- like the street term for it would be called like system rape, but I don't want to like Ooh. I'm going to cut that. But I I I haven't found another. Like another word oh, to mind replace fucking. Mindfucking. Uh,
0: <laughs> what what about what about what about I mean this might be gross? Glove about, but glo- what about glo- glo- gloving.
1: <laughs> that's gloving. That's gross. What about, <laughs> yeah. What about That sounds like something that you would read from urban dictionary. What about soul
2: soul cast or soul cast or something? Like you know, you're casting into them like you're casting On nerve hacking.
1: What mind ha- oh, What's wrong hacking? Oh nerve hacking. Yeah, brain hacking is pretty good, actually. Brain breaking, yeah. hand breaking, <laughs> brain breaking. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. So, wait, wait. Hold on. In, in, um, in my law, hackers—they're called hackers, but they're also called like when they, um, like for example, if you hire a mercenary that is a hacker, they're called a slicer. So, like, maybe, maybe it's like nerve slicing or or mind slicing, Or flesh like slicing. That. <laughs>
2: Um, it's like no. using their mind Or hacking their body
1: Mind yeah. slicing Because he wasn't using the He wasn't like controlling him Remember He was just like Destroying the guy's brain From the inside basically Hmm Nerve hacking's cool Yeah I would use that Nerve hacking nice. or nerve slicing Okay If they're, if they're slices
4: Go with nerve hacking
1: Yep Yeah. Cool Then
0: Going back into You know If this is the point That you cut Cut out
1: two. Yeah, cool. I can see that on now on the wave track. That'll be easy for me to cut. Cool.
0: Man, Spigs. I don't know. I've. I always thought nerve hacking was was just a was just a a legend. It was just you know something something dark and sinister spoken around by by mercs and by splices. I do not I didn't. I didn't ever think that it was real.
2: It's just. It's just not natural. Like anyone can just be used like that.
0: As as, as we're talking, Cortain is kind of um, nervously running his hand through his hair. Um, just the the whole conversation, the whole the whole idea, just kind of sickens him. You can see that he's he's a bit pale, pale faced.
1: Can now, we? Um, sorry, go. Where where is Cortain sitting at the moment?
0: Cortain is sitting.
1: There's the there's the chrome table and chairs, and then off to the um base, off to the right somewhere. There would be the the armchairs and couches, sort of all close together around the large TV screen.
0: Is there a clear is there a clear camera in this room? No. Okay. Um, Cortain would be sitting... He would be sitting at, at the desk, at the table, not in the couches.
1: Can you roll a d20 for me?
0: I can indeed.
1: Oh, fell off. Oh. A six. For As you're six running your hands through your hair and you're thinking about this... Nerve hacking this, this slicer, this hacker who was able to counter hack this pretty decent slicer, annex it, and then work his way through the network directly into his cybernetic plugins that helps him sort of integrate with his computer system. And into his mind and shut down his biological systems. You start to think about this like it's this this folklore. This um, you know, parents would tell their children like, uh, you know, be careful, don't get too many implants, you know, don't get too many c- uh, cerebral. Someone might hack you. Someone might hack you, you know, like you know mm. that sort of thing. Um, and like it, like you feel this little. This little spring of fear sort of well up in you a little bit, disgust, fear. Like, can that? Is this a new thing that's gonna that could happen to people? Yeah. And as you're looking in the chrome table, you you you, you see your reflection for the first time. You hadn't really been paying attention to it. It's just something that was there, background noise almost and you're looking at yourself with your hands and your hair and there's something strange with your eyes and you sort of rub your right eye and push the hair out of your face and there's this pinky glow
0: you've got pink eye Cortain like leaps up knocking the desk knocking the desk over and stumbles back Wait mate, you spilled my drink. What are you doing? Guys, is my is my eye okay? There's it looks looks like there's some kind of I don't know, glow or and he's just he's just mumbling but but hysterical. Did you as, wash um, your
1: hands? As the table has flipped over and the other boys have sort of stepped back from the table as the drink has fallen onto the floor. And you're sort of mumbling these things. You catch yourself and you that little bit of fear sort of goes away. And in the table, you see this four-armed figure with this silvery crown, this dark skin, these pinky glowing eyes. And then as you focus on it, you just see the reflection of like your just your armor. Might have been just a trick of the light. I'm not sure. Are you...
2: Are you okay, Cortain? Cortain? Can...
0: Is my... Is my eye... Is my... Does my eye look normal?
2: Well,
1: normal for a
0: human,
2: I guess.
1: Yeah, looks fine to everyone else.
3: Looks the same. Hey, um... uh, Real talk here for a second, Cortain. Um... You, um... You went a bit bat back at um, the apartment and um, you kind of messed up one of the junkheads pretty bad. Are you sure you're okay?
0: Uh, I, I... I'm not... I, I don't know. The... Just... Just seeing... Just seeing that guy being... Being nerve-hacked, just... It's... It's just unnatural, it's just
3: You uh you want some of my popsy? Takes the edge off.
0: <laughs> I think I'm gonna need something stronger than that. I look over to low
4: Yeah, I got some popsy with some real strong stuff. Or you want it straight. Just
0: give it to me straight.
4: Pass in my bottle.
0: I with with a sh- with shaking a hand bring it bring it to my mouth and just and just take some some you know, deep Deep sips. You can't really take a deep sip. Gulps.
3: Um also, while you're while you're doing that, I'm like, uh hey guys, um we're gonna start a little side pool on who we think the hacker is, like what's his motivation, who does he represent, what corporation does he work for? Like that's some crazy crazy shit. Is he Azuma Kabutai? Is he Ultra Die? What what the f- what the heck's going on here?
4: Uh, could we like ride off the Ultra Die because we were working for them, and the Yung Tong wouldn't be them neither because that'd be pretty low odds. Because why would they try to steal something that already s- stolen?
3: Hmm. Good logical reasoning.
4: <laughs> um. I honestly. I think going- it was the Pixies. Little pixies, like you know, with the fairy tales and the the, they run around picking up all the trash and eating your old toenails. Pixies, they're what? always up to sneaky stuff. Yeah, haven't I mean, you? You got pixies in the city. You got them out in the.
3: Is this some of your sort of barbarian folksy stuff? Or...
4: I thought everyone knew about the pixies. That's why you got to keep your toenails in a little container. Otherwise, they come and nick them.
3: Can I ask, <laughs> do you have a container filled with your own toenails in your bag? No, nah, not in my
4: bag. That's just foolish. That, okay. Where are they? Uh, well, like, I leave them in the container. I, I don't keep tabs on where the containers go because once they're sealed, the pixies can't get in. But they must be able to get into your brain somehow. I don't know. That's my bet. Five, what are we going? Five creds on the pixies.
3: Five creds on the fact that the super hacker who just nerve hacked that dude is a pixie. Yeah. Okay. Five creds.
2: Alright, good. I'll take that bet. Um
3: so why don't, don't we
2: just uh, wait for whoever's come to see us and we'll ask them the questions. <clears throat> well, Do they even know surely. that
3: happened? We've, we 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 just gave them the black box. We, we this, this ask, is just for us. This is
1: a private pool. Gentlemen. And as you hear someone clear their throat to get your attention and you keep talking. Hayashida is standing in the doorway as the doors close. Shh. Am I interrupting anything? As he looks around the room he sees the table tipped over. The bottle of alcohol had been spilt a little on the floor. The chair's tipped. Kortein is standing there sort of Looking uneasy. I pa- we need to clean this place up before.
0: <sighs> I pass Lokag back the bottle. Say Harashita, what the, what the hell did you send us to? What what did you get us involved with?
1: You asked for a job. Something that would be a thorn in. Yun syndicate side. We just sent you to get a black box, trace it down and bring it back all means necessary. I'm here for a debriefing. Pick these pick this table up, the chairs, let's clean up. I need you to debrief me before somebody else from Die gets down here. Because they are coming. But do you, they do want you know what's on the black box? first? I have no idea what's in the black box.
0: What, what do you mean there are other people from Ultra Die coming down here where you need a debriefing first?
3: They're from corporate, man. He's saying, like, we need to give him the real story before they get here.
1: Basically. All that I have been told is there is a possibility that you guys will be offered another job immediately. But we need a debrief Before that is to happen And he's holding This uh This data slate Basically like a tablet But it's matte grey
3: So Turns out that there was this Yuntung syndicate right We had to go and get the
1: What Hold on What First We'll fix the table The chairs We all sit down we all need to be on the same plane. I don't want anybody agitated standing up. I don't want anybody walking around and pacing. It is just going to add to the emotions of things. We need to sit down. We need to do this clinically. Cortain, you're the most veteran mercenary here besides myself. Let's debrief in a sensible manner. you saying I'm unsensible. He bows his head to you all by keeping his eye on you. And he motions towards the tipped-over table and chairs. He walks towards one of the chairs and he picks it up, sets it in its place.
0: You're right. This will conduct this properly, but we have some answers that we have some questions. We want answers to.
1: This is a and if I can answer them, (laughs) I will answer them. But for now, this is Ultra Die Incorporated. You are under. Ultradie Incorporated. I'm under Ultradie Incorporated. Now, one of the most largest and famous corporations, from cybernetics to media, across the weapons development, research, biology, biology, everything. And at the moment, they own us, so let's give them the respect they deserve so that they don't just throw away... Throw us away in a little box. I understand you might be agitated and something really fucked up might have happened. But I want to hear about it. So that when they come to be, I can be your champion. I've said this to you before, Cartine Whitney. You asked for You asked for gear to fit an army for Darkhaven to protect our people and our interests there. I will be your champion, but I need you to know, I need to know that you respect me and the corporation, and I will answer whatever I can answer. But first, please.
0: You're, you're, you're right, I, as Cortain goes to pick up the chairs, I, I, I'm sorry, it's, you'll, you'll understand once we finish the debrief.
4: Do you have a rag or something like I've got a gore rag that I use for cleaning up weapons and such. But I'm just going to make a mess if I try and clean up this this drink. Uh,
1: can you? How are we going to clean that up? I he has roll in it over his um cybernetic arm. He has this like sort of half cape thing. It runs down to like towards the center of his chest, and then it's cut off diagonally and around the back. Um. And then up over the other shoulder, underneath, like a pauldron, and he he sort of unclips it, takes it off, lays it over this filtering. Oh, that's disgusting! He just wipes it up, um, and he then folds the fabric of his sort of half cape up, and then just places it um, on the ground next to the table. You were going to clean it up. Why'd you tell us to?
4: Fine, sitting. All right. Okay. Are we all seated? There was a laundry mat. You could have taken it to there. Too late now. we're
1: All right. sitting
3: at the table? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. Speak sits down.
2: Still. Okay. Little Moss,
1: <laughs> you begin. So. You were there's... sent towards the location of the black box.
3: That's right. So we thought it was at this laundromat, right? And the Azuma Kabutai had it. And there's this guy with a jaw and. Um, the, y- a... the Yuntan. Yeah, yeah, yeah but And there's a the gold Azuma is
1: like the area, the district Ah,
3: Azuma Kabatai is the area And the Yungtang is the syndicate There's a snake face, tattoo guy There's a gold guy and whatever Anyway, things got a bit real But we got the black box Well, we thought we did We got the place where we thought it was They sent us to this bogus giant apartment complex And there was kind of rerouting of IPs And turns out it wasn't there Long story short, we found the guy Um, we went through the entry and we found an exit Um, he was like a thin Alvin hacker and he was trying to barter with us to give us the black box I think he just wanted some quick cash but then not kidding fully got wrecked by some other hacker someone like hacked into his brain turned it to mush we managed to get the black box we got it back to Ultradie, and here we are Oh, and we escaped a burning building. By the way, you're welcome. You're forgetting
2: the whole. What? What did you call it, Cortain?
0: Nerve hacking. He yeah, mentioned but, it, but uh, no, very, no. very, that, was very sorry. Sorry. that little moss. Melted.
1: Nerve hacking. That's, yeah, like
3: uh, fully melted his brain. Not kidding. Like watched his life force slip away from his eyes while it happened. It was con- conversation
0: and controlled other. You know, denizens of the apartment to attack us.
3: Oh, who was that dude? He looked like, um, I don't know, like some kind of singer or something. Counter hacker. He was really negative, like, you will die, you were warned. Bit intense. Don't know who it was. If you know who it was, could you tell us? Do you...
1: You honestly believe that you have witnessed actual nerve hacking, Cortain?
0: Unless, yes, unless those people in the apartment were happy as a joke to walk towards us, stumbling while we cut our way out, then we saw Now they hacking. were
4: pretty terrified, some of them.
0: Well, none of them were terrified when they were trying to unarmed unarmedly stop us from leaving and attack us
2: it was bloody nerve hacking that's what we saw scares the shit out of me
1: I know that there are research programs in every single facility for almost every corporation in New Etika that have been looking into nerve hacking because the theory is that it could possibly work If you combine technomancy with slicing, there might be a way to break through someone's (sighs) cybernetic code or their augmented code and break into their biology and force them to do things they don't want to do. That's that's the theory. That's the folklore, the legend. But if you think that you've actually witnessed that yeah probably it's, It was the pixies I reckon <laughs>
3: Yeah I, I mean that All things aside He does believe in pixies But that doesn't make this Any less true Fully saw the guy Melt somebody else's brain
0: to, Do we, I know we haven't This is the Meta or Outside of the, the Current scene Is there any on, on my suit Or any of our Gear Any kind of recording Like we have all this Like um, Augmented reality stuff Is there anything That's like recording What we What we see
1: You in this suit? I swear. Um, there, like, is that? There's definitely a possibility of your your armors or any of your augments having a function to, like, you know, video something or take a picture, um, like cam No one has asked for it now. Yeah, I I would. I would would assume that since it's like a sensitive operation, that even if you had it, you may not have taken it. Yeah, yeah. that's um, That's fine.
0: But, like, potentially for in the future, if, if that were to be... Yes. Yeah, okay. You
1: could definitely get something. Yep. Cool. Cool. Um, now, just there's some, like, little bit of metas. You were sent a file that didn't quite oh, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> oh, hey, Spigs. Did you get that
4: file? He was trying to send it. Oh, hang on. I'll check my burner phone and Lokag pulls out a phone and he flips through it and he tries to you see what the dial down there, so oh, it says uh decrypt cr- corrupt, I don't know, wait, Spigs did you get the file?
2: I did, but surely surely that nerve hacking should be illegal, shouldn't it? like, what happens if a family or like, I don't know, your CEO gets gets nerve hacked what?
4: Like... Pixies and CEOs don't care about the rules. <laughs> yeah, but, like, surely... that It doesn't exist yet, so they're just going to monopolise it. Um, They haven't killed us yet, so not too fast, really. But show us that file. Uh, and X-Stick tried to, um, yeah, when he was dying, he's like, this is really important, can I download a file? And we're like, oh, it could be something cool. But, yeah, didn't get it. I chuck my phone to... Well, I hand my phone to... um. he grabs it.
3: Do you have like a Motorola flip phone or something
4: like? Yeah. Don't don't you have like like a comms inbuilt? (laughs) No, no, I don't like technology. (laughs) I've got um, I've got some inbuilt comms from my time in the military, but I connected up via um, burner phones.
1: Great. So he flips open this um, Mogo roller. (laughs) He presses a few buttons on there. He places it down on his data slate and then you see like this little holographic display pop up over the top of the um, over the slate. And it just says file transferring. A few seconds later, he closes it, passes it back. And he says, Spigston, are you able to send me yours? I'll have these analyzed. I'll have them. The die communications expert look through these, see if we can decipher anything or... Piece together fragments of this this corrupted file.
2: You just have to, just promise me that, like, we got some sort of defense against this shit. Because I don't want I don't want you or someone else like being overridden. It just freaks me out. And he like nervously takes off his goggles and he's like passing over.
1: He takes the goggles. He places them on the slate. Same thing. And then he hands her goggles back. He downloads the file. Look, this, um, this is unsettling. I didn't think I would see nerve hacking in my lifetime. Didn't even think it would be actually possible. There are theories for everything. And if we can understand nerve hacking, then we can create a defense for it. But until then, I'm not sure what we can do. There are many things that... are legend. Like unicorns. and Dragons. We know the dragons once did exist. But they're gone now. We do not truly know their... the extent of their power. We can only... fathom a defense against them from what we can attain from history and legend so if we have this research and if it is any information on nerve hacking, Ultra Die will indeed try to create a defense for it
3: I think um, I think that Spiggs is right in terms of not only did they nerve hack that dude to death but then that dude was like You will die You were warned Like this is We're in direct danger at the moment And you need to do whatever you can To try and keep us safe Like we've held up our end of the bargain You need to do something for us
1: Do you believe that he has seen your faces? Uh, This hacker
3: I, I don't know if it was just code on a screen or if he could see out of it I have no idea but if he can hack into someone's brain I'm pretty sure he can do other things pretty easily
1: okay well we preferred a media package in the occasion that somebody might have seen you or we thought that there might have been um, a problem and so what we have done is check all media online forums social media news and there was no mentions of you in Darkhaven so what we have done is UltraDie have created like I said a media package for tonight that is being released as we speak of the three of you being placed somewhere else and then he taps on his data slate it shows you small three little screens come up and it shows you like a a news report um about um the fire and then once that in the building that goes goes off and it comes onto an ad and there is a like a a promotion or, or an advertisement for a gym called Quick Fit Gym, and Little Moss is spotting Spigs lifting some weights, and then Cortain is training with some sort of a up and coming up and coming like boxer, and they're like sparring and um, together, and then it just you know advertises Quick Fit Gym, um, endorsed by. Dark Havens heroes, and and then the the local and the boxer, and then it it, it um it cuts out, it cuts. It it said that it was a, li- a live live footage of you guys at the gym. This has been prepared in in like I said, in the case of an emergency or if somebody saw you out there. So if this hacker did see your faces hopefully that is enough to mislead him to think that maybe they were using some sort of holotech or some illusionary technomancy to look like you because everyone in Darkhaven and in New Etika those who know you know that you haven't been doing mercenary work so hopefully this is uh, enough of a distraction (sighs) <sighs> okay, I'll take your word for it. I guess now just so that I know, this is the last last part of the debrief. Are there any casualties we need to know about? Who was involved? Any other organizations, corporations or gangs that you may have come across when you were overcoming any problematic situations or roadblocks? <laughs> the Yun Tang you already said that there was a dry cleaner in which their gang was there. Um I'm expecting you You dispatched them.
4: Everyone we found, yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. The Um
2: Oh, Spiggs. Spigs is like looking like down. Like not looking hard up And he just says while looking down, he's like there was uh, some some of the some civ- c- some of the civilians in the uh, dry cleaner got hit in the crossfire. Is there is there any way we could help? You know, send support to their families or something?
3: <laughs> Flowers. <laughs>
1: I'll have an ultra-die operative head down there. I'm guessing the attack might have been called in by bystanders. We'll find out who they are, Spigston. And maybe a charity will donate something to their family to help them get through this troubled time.
2: Thank you. Um,
3: there were some junk heads, um, in some of the places we went, like wide into the Matrix or whatever and some of them
1: didn't make it out. Look, junk heads, addicted to narcotics and alcohol and information VR illicit materials those sort of people uh, unfortunately end up dead in alleyways and apartments all over Darkhaven every night well, I think Don't they think burnt these chair. guys
4: yeah
3: we
1: also set a building on fire
4: a barrel in there
1: as we so. saw from the, that footage everything's under control There doesn't seem to be any cameras that were pointed at you during your escape, which is only something that we can be thankful to the universe for. Thank you for your debrief. Now we need to move on to our next set of businesses. That black box. It contains some very interesting data. Something that Ultradi wasn't expecting to come across, but something they were indeed searching for. Some footage and telemetry of a subject that is highly classified. Now, since you did a good job, and you do seem to be quite capable, capable operatives... Ultra wants to give you that next mission immediately, the one I talked about when I first walked in. Though the exact details of this operation will stay classified unless you accept the job. And I can only share a few particulars with you before you all accept or decline. These are the particulars. You will travel you will travel to a lower etiquette district in search for an individual and hopefully they can lead you back to their their masters if you were successful in finding their base of operations you are to send a calm message to the mission leader and me this isn't a rival dark haven gang this isn't it it might be a rival corporation, but we do not know.
2: As long as, long as it's for the betterment of our city. That's my only condition.
4: Oh, my question, did you say calm as in like we're peaceful or calm as in like radio waves? Because like what if we're yelling? Is that okay?
1: You can yell as much as you want. Cool. We have a decibel limiter in our transceivers. And yes, a calm message. Can
4: I take this mission without these guys? Because, like, I'm I'm keen to do it. I, I need a job.
1: It is a possibility for you to take this mission without them. I would like all of you involved. Yeah, and, that'd be- Lokag, this needs to stay classified. So Die is willing to offer you a an SST, which is the Seldsword Tribunal, an SST authorized mercenary contract and will pay 30,000 untraceable digital credits or 30,000 physical credits on successful completion of the job. If you have any other questions before the mission lead gets here, I'll see what I can remember. Sorry, I can see. I'll I'll see what I can answer though. Remember, this is a classified mission, so I can only say so much.
4: Uh, Super excited, cool. but trying to tone it down. Massive thumbs up to you guys. <laughs> Come on.
2: How does she know? You're talking about, like, some sort of a way for us to hide our identities on missions. Can we, I don't know, get some of that tech or something for this, the later ones?
1: Yes. We are working on something that uses... Holographic imaging, as well as illusionary technomancy. Hopefully they're infallible. In the meanwhile, I would suggest maybe changing those things that are distinctively unique about yourselves.
2: Uh, while you're on missions. Yeah, it's a bit hard.
1: die is looking into maybe some replacement legs for you oh for mission use only
2: oh that's cool
1: something a little more inconspicuous
2: yeah I came came for that so you
0: said that we're gonna so this individual we're to covertly follow them is that correct?
1: If you believe that is the best course of action, covertly follow them. If you think you want to snatch and grab, I think that is a possibility too. I myself do not know who this individual is. So I cannot say you will have to, we will have to organize a strategy once the mission lead arrives.
3: All right, guys, hands in. And I put my hand in the middle of
1: the table. Back in his chair, a little bit smiling at Little Moss's enthusiasm and Low enthusiasm. Don't leave yeah. me
4: hanging. Cortain, uh, what do you reckon? We're pretty good. Teamwork and all that. Let's. Let's hand do
3: Hand in.
0: Cortain does not put his hand in.
2: Boo. Yeah. <laughs> you have my gun. But Speaks doesn't put his <laughs> hand in. <laughs> All right,
3: can you put your gun in then?
2: <laughs> Blow, ta- blows a hole was, in your hand. That was, that, was, <laughs> yeah. that was taken away as we came into headquarters. Oh, so okay. wait,
1: is 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 Cortain in, and he didn't want to put his hand in because he's too cool, or he's not he's not up for the mission. He, no, to, to no, he's, for he's
0: up for the mission. He's he's simply at this point not. It's not that he's too cool. It's, <laughs> it's that he is. Is well, yes. He's he's unimpressed right now. He's he's still shaken up about nerve hacking. He doesn't. He doesn't feel jovial enough to, you know, to put his hand in on. on,
3: Moss is smiling, waiting expectantly.
1: Hayashida nods at you all. He taps a few buttons or a few areas on his data slate. These little holographic displays pop up, sitting across the slate. He taps.
2: It's the Jedi Council. Damn it!
1: The mission lead will be here in a moment.
3: Awkwardly withdraw my hand. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Well, you are are a half orc, so.
1: I am. I'm. I half awkwardly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm quite pleased that you were all willing to take on more mercenary jobs. I'm. I'm proud of you. There have been people that have had NDAs with Ultra Die before, and they had not lasted long. They either made stupid decision, decisions, or they found themselves getting caught up in the prestige of Ultra Die and had themselves stripped of all that they had gained in their time with Ultra Die. This is a very powerful company, boys. A very powerful corporation. And it has its bonuses. But... If you end up a star, like you guys could end up as when you fall and when you fail, it can be that much more dangerous. I'm happy, little Moss, that you were able to get into rehab and clean yourself up a little bit because if you were more famous than you are now and you did something truly unredeemable you would not be able to be redeemed Little Massa's name and face would go down in the history books of Die as a failure and I do not believe the failure is in your hearts I um
3: I grab the Spirits with the Popsy, and I just hide it behind
1: my back. (laughs) All right, so to the north, just after Hayashida has said those words, the doors open, and there is a tall half elf man in a black suit, a deep blood red turtleneck walking in. He has on these dark, sort of pointed reflective shades on. He walks towards the table and he takes a seat. He brushes back his pitch black hair, which has some slight streaks of white running through it and he's greying at the temples, but his face is still young and angular with elven features and high cheekbones. Hayashida he acknowledges as the mission lead places a black data slate on the table and taps the matte screen three times and says room light down to 10% the room goes dark goes to like a dim light and this Man takes off his glasses, folds them, places them in front of him. And can you all roll a perception check for me?
3: I rolled a one.
0: (laughs) I rolled a double one, or an 11 as it's called. (laughs) I got 12.
1: Uh, Speaks got like 19.
2: No, you're just like, hey, it's just happening
0: at you 19.
1: Know. <laughs> so, as this guy sits down, little moss, you um lose the grip of your drink and <laughs> you try to drop it to your flora and you, to the floor. Um, Can you make a dexterity saving throw quickly for me? All right. um, 22. You drop it from behind you and you stick your foot out underneath the chair and catch it on the sole of your foot Sick. and then slowly drop it to the floor. But as you're doing that, you turn away from the table as this guy sits down. The other guys, you notice, when he takes off his glasses, he has this strange, like, cat-eye-like pupils. And there's this slight red glow to them as the pupil... That sort of cat eye-like shape adjusts to the light. And then that red glow is gone. But they do not look like cybernetic implants. He doesn't have any cybernetics on him at all that you can see. None on his face. There are no lines to sort of indicate plating. He doesn't have robotic cybernetic hands or anything. He just looks like he's a pure bio. It's What a lot of the people call those that don't get any uh, augments is pure bios. Like clean skins for tattoos? Yep. Nice. He has no tattoos or markings either. As he adjusts his glasses, little you turn back to him and his eyes are sort of a normal, maybe grayish, dark gray color in the light. You can't quite see Hmm. My name is Visage. I'll be taking the lead on this mission. Hayashida will be your handler during the mission if you need anything. Though you must take my direct orders if I have any for you. When you communicate with Hayashida, I will be listening in in order to stay updated on any developments during the operation. Firstly, I will show you the footage from the black box. Then, I'll explain the mission from there. Does
3: it have a name? Like, all good missions have a name, yeah? Like, Operation Bald Eagle, or... Not as of yet.
1: No. Like I said, first I, I will I show you the footage. <laughs> think of one. Okay. Visage after, taps after. on the data slate, and then he puts his sharp glasses back on. This bright holographic display projects from the table, showing the model of the drone and its shark-like shape, its single rotating hover ring that is sort of floating around its midsection. As this schematic of this drone rotates and sort of points out the different um, features and technology the drone has, it then pops up another screen displaying the route of inspection it was undertaking to an old hydro station on the outskirts of Lower Etica in one of the flood sections, the very, very, very low sections of Lower Etica. This drone was looking for possible areas in which to set up a new dive facility, where it came across something strange. Before, it was shot down by the members of a crime syndicate known as the Yun-Tang. Here. He taps on the slate and swipes through the projected display that's holog- holographically display- displayed in the air. The video speeds up to show the drone searching around, scanning things, checking the uh, structural integrity of buildings and structures that have been abandoned and all that sort of thing until it comes across three trucks. The whole time this drone is scanning the trucks, getting the make of the vehicle, uh, how old it is, in what sort of condition it is, all that sort of stuff. The branding on the side of the truck. if. it has a registration number on there or not, because it's not law that you need one on your vehicles. Um, it's scanning everything and collecting data for everything. Around the trucks, there are a few street racer cars and a group of Yuntung gang members standing around two drivers. One of the gang members pulls free pistol, a silenced pistol, and he's pointing it between the two drivers who are facing him. Sort of like jovially, you know, like like dark, 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 dark goose, sort of a um, motion. There are other criminals unloading the goods from the truck and placing them in the third one. The drone begins to scan the scene. Showing orange outlines on all of the vehicles, showing blue outlines and all the people, and it shows small screens popping up around this central screen of all of their all of the uh, equipment. So certain uh, assault rifles and certain cybernetic implants made by corporations and who is made by all that sort of thing. It's scanning everything, and now as it scans through all of the criminals it picks up another figure and tags it with a red outline. This figure is sort of stumbling towards the scene. One of the criminals on the um, around the, the two drivers is looking around and he notices the drone. He lifts up an assault rifle and he clicks something on the side of the gun and he fires a couple of sparking blue rounds at the drone. After maybe six or seven shots, the drone is dodging them and then suddenly it is hit by a second shooter of one of the gang members just pointing his rifle up and shooting as well. The camera flicks and shakes and the the drone starts to dive. This is where it gets interesting, Visage says as he clicks his e sig that he is got out of almost nowhere you didn't see him because you were sort of paying attention to the video he takes in a breath and lets it plume up into the air smells like apple and cinnamon the camera flicks and fragments a few times as the drone is like sort of slowly sort of diving to the ground and it shows some of the yuntung gunmen walking towards the, the drone as it sort of slowly crashes into the ground the camera goes out the camera comes back on it's fragmented, glitching a uh, little fuzzy and then the figure outlined in red stumbles towards one of the gangsters that's loading the truck who then turns and yells out in Elvin who the fuck are you? The fragments are short, as the camera was damaged on the drone. But you see a few different things. You see the figure outlined in red that had been scanned by the drone, tearing through the first few gangsters. When I say tearing through them, it rips their limbs from their bodies. It grabs another one and slams its head into the ground and just starts savagely bashing away until there's no nothing left. The flickers of video show the surrounding gang members sort of spraying their weapons at the figure and they shred through its body and you see blood just sort of dripping out of it. After a few moments of the video glitching, the small fragments of video show the 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 creature, the thing, the the this, this outlined figure is now hunched, bleeding. Tear one of the other gang members almost in two. It grabs its arms and just starts tearing and smashing its own head into this Tan gangster. It takes another few shots and starts to sprint off in a weird sort of hobbling, limping way, but still in a pretty quick pace in the direction that it entered from. The video glitches as one of the gang members trips and stumbles falling on top of the camera. You hear them shouting in Elven, and then the video goes dead. Now, we caught short scans of that thing. And he presses buttons on his data slate, and that footage moves across to the end of the table and new holographic displays pop up. It has cybernetic implants. Various types support systems data gathering sensors. Its tissue and organics were affected by necrosis. This thing's entire body was dying or was dead at some point but clearly now it walks and can tear men from limb from limb now we are not sure if the cybernetics are responsible for this seemingly in- seemingly apparent reanimation but it is likely that it is the work of Dr. Ecton Lazarus he motions through the air on the holographic screens and a picture pops up of this human man. He has a goatee and he has sort of short but parted dark hair, graying at the temples, very thick eyebrows, wearing a a white lab coat. Dr. Ecton Lazarus began his career at Creo Cybernetics. He worked in the R&D for many years and was the lead researcher in Cybernetic Immune Response Research Division. After about 20 years, he was dismissed from Creo Cybernetics for unethical practices. Now, ultradi hired him in secret, where he ran a similar program investigating the rejection and cellular degradation that occurs in some people, when cybernetics are induced into their bodies, into their biology. Lazarus, Dr. Lazarus, had acquired some research from other departments in which he did not have clearance. He was reprimanded and asked to take leave until he provided an interview where he showed he was ready to return to his research and follow the guidelines. Set by Ultradine. During this time, where Dr. Ecton was to be on leave, he hired some mercenaries to kidnap people and he performed surgery on them to further his research. One of the people he had kidnapped escaped and sent out a communication. We caught wind of it and we sent a tactical squad to arrest Dr. Lazarus for questioning. But during the operation, the extraction, Dr. Lazarus detonated an explosive device in his laboratory and we found we found fragments of him and the people he kept close his assistants around the lab. So for all intents and purposes, we assumed he was dead until you returned with the black box and the footage. We suspect he isn't dead at all. All of his research was deleted and destroyed inside Ultradire Towers. We thought that this was. We thought that it was a side effect from the event that you were involved in in our research laboratory. We suspect that it was one of his researchers, though they were all thoroughly questioned and interviewed, and they were found to be innocent completely. We believe Dr. Lazarus is alive and has continued his research. It seems he's been able to resurrect or at the very least control the dead using technology or technomancy. We want you to find him. We want you to find where his new laboratory is and report back to me. From then, we will decide... What action Ultra Die will take if we find out where he is located? This is very important. Do you all understand the importance of this mission? Um. An old Ultra Die asset is resurrecting or using technology to control corpses. Do you think he's using the helm? The what?
4: Oh, the helm that raises the dead, steals their souls, and brings them back. Yeah. What?
1: What helm is this? The the helm of the Undying. We're looking for it. I wait. Do you? What? Is he not in it? The helm of the Undying. You're looking for it. Uh, no, we're not. Uh. He taps on his data slate and he picks it up, and the slate blocks any information he might be reading. Are you? Joke? Are you joking? This is a fairy tale.
4: (laughs) Yeah, no, sorry, sorry, man. It was a bit serious back there. I thought I should have livened it up. That's same with you, little Mossad, right? Yeah? uh, uh, These guys have been drinking, so don't uh, don't listen to them.
1: But no, I totally understand. Serious. Yep. He does believe in pixies. I need you, Lokag, to roll deception. If anybody is trained in uh, deception, you can... Give Locate Advantage
3: I am trained in it
4: What does Advantage you do? Let's me roll twice Yes and choose the highest result. Thank you I'm going to choose the not one oh, I'm going to choose the five So I've got a seven Oh no. Oh.
3: Can I give him my 20?
1: <laughs> no Unfortunately not He started the, uh, the lying I dice
0: it you can't meta meta I, oh man, I <laughs> This
1: this
0: is this is this is either this is either brilliant this is either brilliant storytelling or just just the <laughs> biggest Oh F, dang
2: F up
3: up, uh, up you know just as an aside I feel like this is appropriate.
0: <laughs> oh no it's it's yeah I'm not, yeah 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 I'm not
3: so, look, I'm not that. saying it's good. but I'm not <laughs> saying it's good. I'm just saying it's appropriate.
1: <laughs> so, Mr. Lokag, what you're saying to me and actually what the rest of you are saying is that you believe and you've been looking for this relic, this, this relic of folklore and legend, a helmet which steals souls from the living and can raise the dead. That's what I said, yep. We think it's connected to the pixies.
4: I do, at least. Got five cred on it.
1: Took that bet. Where did you learn of this Helm of the Undying?
4: That's classified between me and my brother. Thank you very much. I would be
1: polite of you not to ask. You and your brother. Would anybody else wish to relinquish information to me about this? It could be very important for this next mission, which you've all accepted. Where did you get the information of the Helm of the Undying from? And he looks between each of you.
2: Uh, speaks just looks like, like at Cortain, like, like trying to, like, what do we do kind of eyes.
0: <laughs> all Cortain is doing is just, it's just, he's just got a stern expression on his face, and he is just not saying anything right now. Because if he were to open his mouth, he would just be lambasting the people who have just ruined this operation.
4: <laughs> Look, it's a, it's a family quest for me and my brother, and I. these other guys aren't really helping me. I just needed some contacts. You can see he's getting a little frustrated.
1: And who is your
4: brother? Again, that's classified information. He polite of you not
1: to ask. He puts the tablet down and taps on it, and all of the um, holographics go out. He takes off his glasses. He stands up. If you do not relinquish information regarding this Helm of the Undying to me right now, there are going to be dire fucking consequences. Spigston, Cortain, Little Moss, we fucking own you. The information on the helm of the Undying. Now he taps on the slate, and you guys see uh, th- three screens. One screen is of Spigston's shop. Another screen is of uh, Cortain's family, who are being protected at the moment by Ultra Die. And the third screen is Little Moss's apartment and his little dojo area.
3: With nothing in it.
1: <laughs> I understand. You do not think you have much to lose, Lowcag. But you look at your friends here. They've got families and friends. We can throw into a dark hole, and they will never see the light of day again. His eyes are glowing this bright red, and you can see this, like um, this arcane energy starting to flow up his arm, kind of like licks of smoke. But it's it's um. This sort of blood red energy? Do not fuck with me. Do not fuck with Ultra Die. I have seen more than you have ever seen. Even if you are from the wastes, I'm older than you can understand. I will destroy what you know and bury those you love. You tell me now the helm of the undying and its information, all information surrounding it. Or I will grab all resources that I can that Die has uh, and mate. it will come down on you and I will rip through Darkhaven and find your brother and extract the information in a way that is very uncomfortable for him.
4: Look, mate, it's been a long day. I think I've actually told you all the information I've got. So um, Helm of Undying steals the souls, raises the dead.
1: Uh. Uh, That's as it, it looks I do not want you to talk anymore I
4: was their source of information
1: He points to you, Lokag He points to you I do not want you to talk Cortain, Helm of the Undying Where did you learn about it?
0: You've You're You're, you're clearly some Oh shit Lokag, you Oh, you idiot i can't <laughs> you... i can't believe you put us into this situation this is you know you know what you know what you 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 forced me to decide Locag, whether or not this <sighs> okay we get out of this i i might kill you like actually actually I might kill you because you have put me in a situation where I either need to to tell this obvious this this I don't this creature in front of us either information which given what he's just threatened us with he could use to kill heaps of people and you've made me have to decide between, divulging this information to either this terrifying madman or this psychotic evil creature or save my family because you could not hold your tongue I don't even know why you're you're here but you know what we're stuck with it I don't know what you are elven cat-eyed dude. But it seems we're stuffed, no matter what. So I'm not telling you anything because I don't trust that. Even if I were to tell you, you'd probably just kill us anyway. And I, I right now have to think that my family is already dead.
1: Cortain, it's the first thing Hayashida has said this whole time. I will not let them kill you.
0: I should, so you have... I, I respect you a great deal, but even you have said that you are owned by this person. So you may have the best of intentions, but the best of intentions will not put up a single defence against this person or this creature doing whatever he wants to us and whatever he wants to, to our family to my family
1: I understand but there is this there is an accord and a theory called mutually assured destruction, Cortane and it's why I'm working for Ultradai now I cannot be touched by Ultradai. For if I go, if I disappear, if I die. There are certain people, an organization, that will bring Ultradai to their knees. And in old terms, cut the head from the snake. This information shouldn't not have been divulged here. I'm here, been sent here and tasked to work for Ultradai, With Ultradai, by the Sellsword Tribunal. And they're not just an organization within new etica but there is a Salsword tribunal in each mega city with the one set of rules and laws and if corporations or mercenaries or people break those rules the Salsword tribunal will be swift as he looks across to um, visage who is standing with his hands still on the chrome table and you can see that the they're like the chrome table's being dented from where he had slammed his hands before. Hayashida, these are our mercenaries now. We own a contract to them. They need to understand that they're at our mercy. I don't care who who you think you are, or how old you are, or what you are. You cannot, and I will not let you threaten their families like that. I will not let it happen. I know how to kill your type, and I've done it before, and maybe it's why I've been sent here to make sure you don't abuse your power. Visage takes a seat, not paying any attention to Hishida. He looks to you all. We all have our secrets, then. We have all shared secrets, then whether it was willingly or not. Cortain, you are very lucky to have Hayashida holding you in such high regard to protect you and your families. Now, the corporation itself, it's it's a profitable corporation. The shareholders, it's what they care about. Now, I'm not the head of this corporation, but I was around when it started. I can tell you that. And in the time that this Small company rose to the ranks of where it is now and climbed the ladder rung by rung. There were unsavory things done to us at Ultradai, and by us at Ultradai, I do not wish to burn your family. But what I say now is, you do what we ask. You take this mission. You find him. You find Lazarus. You report back to me and Hayashida. Your family will go unharmed, after which we can discuss you being relinquished from Die. for clearly we have the power in this situation. The Salsword Tribunal has the power in this situation, and you don't have much at all. But that's fine. You just need to get a job done.
3: All right, everyone, hands in.
0: Mm. If I, a, if I had my revolver right now, I, I might actually put it up against your head, little Moss. And just, and just. Don't leave me hanging. And just empty the cartridge.
1: <laughs> Give
0: it a shot. Look,
1: <laughs> I don't want any bad blood between any of you. Lokag here, from what we can tell, is from the wastes. Things work differently out there information is given for the survival of all don't be too angry at him for giving me that information about the helm of the undying it might actually keep you all alive so for the mission i want you all to get a nice night's rest you will go to your rooms here in Ultradie. you will not leave you will be geared up Anything you feel like you need for this operation, you will have it. You will be sent to the flood section of Lower Etica to search for that thing. He taps on the tablet screen, pops up, he flicks through. It shows that, um, the, the outline of the red outline of that thing and the scans of it, it's a human has some cybernetic parts. It basically looks like a zombie with, with a robotic, like with cybernetics on it. You find that. You trace it, track it, you find out where, it might have gone back to, or where it came from, which would no doubt be Doctor Lazarus' laboratory. And you report back to me. You will leave for this operation tomorrow evening. That is all. He picks up the slate. Puts his glasses back on. They're cracked. He takes them off. Looks at them. Sighs. Tucks them in his pocket. As he's leaving. Stops by the door. Hayashida, see me in my office in an hour. We need to talk. (laughs) The door's open. (laughs) He leaves. The doors close. Hayashida puts his hand on his forehead. And sort of like looks a little bit defeated. After this mission, I'm not sure if I will be your handler here anymore. Me giving them that leverage, telling them that I work for the Sellsword Tribunal might just get me pulled out of Ultraday. Let's make this mission a successful one, boys. Let's make it swift. I want you to be at the top of your game. Once again, we will leave the emotion out of this. When it's all said and done. the mission is completed and successful. If I am no longer at Ultra Dai, we need to get a beer.
0: Hoshida, I am in your debt.
2: We
1: all are. He nods to you as he stands up. he pushes the chair in. <sighs> sort of does a slight smile towards you guys. Like, you know, we're all in this together, we're all kind of fucked. Just remember, get the rest. Tomorrow, come see me. We can acquire things for you that you might need for your mission. I would suggest using this, he pulls out a a burner phone, very similar to Lokag's. He puts it down on the table in front of you, Cortain. Make one call. Whoever gave you the information of the Helm of the Undying, whoever told you about it, Lokag's brother, whoever it might be, call them. This has got one outgoing call before it can be traced. You talk to them. You see what you can organize. Because if you come across, he looks around the room and he leans in closer. These rooms are not usually bugged be- because they are for ultra die use for top secret and sensitive missions. But if you can find out where Lazarus is and you can get that helmet, that helm before ultra can and have it spirited away, then maybe that will diffuse any problems that we might have just caused. Cortain, be smart with this call. I will see you all tomorrow. He nods to you and he walks out. The doors open and he leaves. And I think that is where we should leave this episode.
3: Oh Oh my goodness.
1: Oh, I'm sweating.
4: (laughs) I was playing my character um, I... I was—he was trying to going for the redemption arc, and because like I've, I'm going to replay this. I thought Little Moss mentioned it first. And oh, I I, I absolutely
3: did, and I'm glad Locag got thrown under the bus.
4: <laughs> no, that was good. <laughs> that couldn't was tense. Have I'm like, I'm thinking, like, hang on, I don't remember this part. Is that right? Oh, hang on, I got to read my notes. What's going on?
3: I I was madly flicking back through my notes, going shit. I don't think
1: I'm supposed to know that. <laughs> No, because you know what? It's it's good. It's perfect because you would all remember something—a discussion about should we tell Ultra die about the helm. Now, when that happened, Little Moss and um locag you were off at Cyber Target buying <laughs> yes. turtlenecks and talking <laughs> <Yeah>. to <No. laughs> talking to a drone. Spigs and Cortain went off to uh, get the job for. Uh, from um Hayashida. Yeah, yeah. You guys were like let's go somewhere and discuss this and we discussed it. But you guys went, you. <laughs> Yeah, went back to Spig's shop, you went upstairs to his house, you were talking a little bit. Um and then Spig's was like should we tell them about the the, the helm? Should we tell Ultra Die about the helm? And then Cortain's like no, I don't think it's a good idea to tell them about it. We didn't tell the others. <laughs> but you guys but the other two characters didn't hear, so that's so good that it worked out that <laughs>
4: Oh that's so perfect cuz no that was fine. We're we'll playing a game. <laughs> like
3: I like it was... I said it, it couldn't have worked out better.
2: Look, you probably just don't cuz he's new to the like lowcags, new to the group, you probably trust him less. So you probably thought
1: Yeah.
3: Oh man, that got fucking intense.
1: Hey guys. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sitting across a Chrome table from some corporate um, lunatic guy uh, who screamed at you about not giving him details about something really serious. Uh, anyway, um, thanks. Tell a friend about the show or something. That'd be cool.
4: When you're telling them the f- your friend about the show, you can also tell them where to find us and um, at, we are at www.beyondthedice.com uh, It's got links to most of our stuff and forthcoming will be an apology re- letter written from Locag to Cortain. Um, deeply, deeply, deeply apologising for any hurt feelings and misspoken words. <laughs> oh, and we got a Spotify there probably too. Another stuff. Yep.
2: Yeah, so like after that intense end of the episode, you need to just calm down, but you're still like all hyped about cyberpunk and other cool nerdy things. You totally just check out our Instagram, which is at Beyond the Dice, because we've got all that stuff there right for you.
3: Um, Yeah, and if uh, you're not getting any news on your Facebook feed, uh, you can just go directly to Apple Podcasts and have a read of the reviews. Uh, Chuck one up there yourselves if you like what we do and give us five stars. Um, Also, if you want to support us in a different way, uh, you can buy some of our merch from... Uh, the store dot beyondthedice dot com um you can buy a little moss shirt which is pretty awesome um yeah
1: and um if you if you can't afford to purchase merchandise right now it's completely understandable these last couple of years with covid and all that crazy stuff going on has affected people in in some wild ways. So don't feel obligated. Uh, don't feel sad that you can't get that. One day you'll be able to. And that's fine. Um, but you can support the show by telling a friend. By, like Trav said, giving us a review. Uh, and every now and then, on Twitch, we um, I stream, generally, it's me. I stream um, campaign um, development. I, can, I, I, I stream... Um, you know, not games, not very often, but I'll do map making and, uh, law writing and all that sort of stuff. And so if you search up beyond the dice TV on Twitch or twitch.tv slash beyond the dice TV, um, you can find us there. There's no complete schedule at the moment for it. Um, I just do it every couple nights. Uh, a bunch of people have been jumping on and saying hi. So if you listen to the show, I would love to say hi and have a chat with you and, um, Maybe even do some world building with you. I've been doing that when I when I'm making a map for um, you know another campaign that I want to run. I've been you know world building world building with chat on there and adding their their ideas for things and city names and features of the land and all that sort of stuff on there. So check that out too. Uh, and guys, girls, everyone, please be safe out there. Um, don't cough on anyone. You know coughing. Or sneezing out in public now is kind of like the new shitting your pants in public so if you if you'd need to do it just try and you know wear a mask put a coffin sort of your the crook of your arm or or uh, hold it in until your head explodes one of the two um take care and uh yeah bye see you you guys bye